Hey, 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 welcome to episode 59 of Just Another Knicks Fan, hosted by your host, Jack F. Yeah, I've been going for a while. You know, this is a lot going on in this world, and I was just trying to live in the moment and enjoy it. Um, I was going to podcast earlier you know, when the Knicks were losing to the Magic, when I just I wanted to pod after the Knicks got over 500. And once they got over 500, I wanted to see if they could Stay with 500 for the All Star break, and in the midst of you know all of that stuff, I got I got I got uh, I guess a bit prideful in the fact that I was trying to will the Knicks over 500, and I'm just glad it happened. I'm glad we're at that spot before the All Star break. We're over 500. We got a brutal schedule ahead of us in the second half of the season, and before I get into all of that, um, shout out to Julius Randle. Um, extremely happy for him, uh, as he should be. You know, first time All Star. Gotta do that one again. You know, he had me a bit emotional. I read the the Players Tribune article. He did his damn thing. You know, like I said, it's he everything he's said in the article is what. Uh, all of us Knicks fans been mentioning earlier that he's just been taking accountability and he stepped up his game and that's a fan you can't ask more for that. And I'm just happy he he's prospering. I'm happy he's making us happy. And I'm looking forward to the All Star game or All Star Day. You know, let's see what happens. We got some representatives. We got Obi Toppin out there for dunk contest. We'll see what happens. Um, Derrick Rose been playing great for us. I'm just glad he don't got COVID because um, I didn't want him to get COVID. I don't want nobody to get COVID. I just want to make that clear. I don't want anybody to get COVID out here. It ain't the cool thing to be, cool thing to do. And um, RJ Barrett, like I said, man, he, he had a little tough stretch. I didn't want to criticize him. Like, he going to get his shit back together. And he get his shit back together, man. Like, he's playing within the flow of the game. It's beautiful to see. Like I said, he has to continue to be aggressive and play within the flow of the game, and that's what he's doing. And we like seeing that shit. The man's born like he cares, as he should. And um, the best part is when he's scoring these points during meaningful points of the game, towards the end of the game, fourth quarter, uh, we need a, we're in a drought, we need a basket, he gets it for us. Shit is amazing. And... I know as Knicks fans, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves because at the end of the day, we still go to Knicks. And it's just that schedule, the, the way we close the season now, basically playing all the teams in the Western Conference. That shit's not easy, yo. And like I said, man, if we built for it, we better find out if we really built for it. And, and I just hope people don't really laugh at us like, We're not too far out of 11th seed, and we're not too far from 3rd seed. We're literally like three games back at 3rd seed. So I'd rather look at it from the perspective like, yo, only three, we're only three games behind the 3rd seed because we got to look ahead, not look behind. I feel like the more you look back, the more you get worried. But if the Knicks just focus on what's in front of them, I think we got a chance to be all right. We just can't get too confident, and we can't get too down on the schedule that's ahead of us. Um, like as long as the Knicks play, keep playing hard, and as long as they show us that 
the effort is there, the progression will come. You know, I think regardless of what happens moving forward, we just got to make sure we see improvement from R.J. Barrett, improvement from Mitchell Robinson. He's been hurt, obviously, but and also improvement from Obi Toppin. Like, I, I, want, I feel like he's not being utilized properly. You know, it's like he's a NASCAR, you know. Um, damn, I said you know, but it's like he's a NASCAR, and we utilize him as like a a Ford F-150. I feel like we got to find a way to utilize Obi Toppin to his, to his strengths. I feel like he really is not able to establish a rhythm or flow to his game. And I feel like he's thinking too much. He's not just balling out. Instead of reacting, he's just thinking. But hopefully he figures that out. He figures that out. And, you know, he gets on his bully and shows us why we picked him, man. We picked him because we believe in him, and I still believe in him. And I'm not the type to write him off because this season has been confusing for all of us in a good way. You know, um, when he got drafted, he was the one that we all looked at, like, yo, he, he he's going to get us out of here, like, out of this misery. But it turned out to be Julius, the person he was supposed to replace. Crazy. But... um yeah, like Obi, we can't rush him in terms of results. And um, we just got to hang in there. You know, he's showing us that he can hit the three-point shot. Uh, we just need more consistency, but he also needs more consistency in terms of playing time so you can see what he's really about. And uh, you know, I had a lot of faith in DSJ, and I think that trade with D-Rose, I think it worked out for both teams in terms of it's good to see Dennis Smith Jr. prospering. He's, I'm not saying he's killing it, but he's playing much better. And he's actually getting playing time. He had a triple-double recently, 17-11-6. He's putting up good stats. He's showing us that he could ball. And that's great to see, man. It's great to see. I'm happy for him. And uh, as far as, you know, I was talking about stocks. Like, I'm not no stock guru, but shit is interesting, man. Like, that shit will give you an emotional roller coaster, But... Apparently, you know, NBA top shot. I was paying attention to that as well. And I'm just beginning to realize, like, almost everything is just being treated as a stock. It's like a massive hype around uh, sports trading cards, uh, virtual non-fungible tokens. Man, I just feel like it's amazing. I couldn't invest really. I'm going to invite... Guess I wasn't cool enough to get the invite to get into the virtual non-fungible token game. But one thing I learned from the stock market, man, uh, just gotta work on FOMO. Uh, just fear of missing out. All the stocks that people were scared of, oh shit, might go rocket high, might boom high. Everything at an all-time low for the most part. Not everything, but a lot of shit's just dipping. Like this is the time to buy. And, Last month, people were like, yo, yo, we missing out, we missing out. And I was like, the real party's now. So I'm pretty sure people feel the same way about Funch Talk, and I'm pretty sure people are coming up, making money, a tremendous amount at that. And it's a lot of blockchain technology involved. I don't know, I have, I have some sort of knowledge of it, but I got no access to it. But I think it's cool, I think it's interesting. But I just, I just feel like the market is always being manipulated 
And I feel like I don't know who's manipulating the market. But I also know people that make some good money in there. And that's, you know, shout outs to you guys. That's making good money in there. Because that's always, that's the whole point of investing, right? Like, just to make some money. Shout outs to everybody making money in Top Shot. Shout outs to everyone making money. Stocks, crypto, whatever you do, man. You're a medical dude. Truck driver, Uber driver, podcaster. If you're making your money and you're enjoying the passion of it, can't ask for nothing more. I mean, we can, but I don't really need to. But actually, who am I to say that? I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I lost train of my thought. But I'm happy, man. I'm just happy. It's another way to get more invested into sports. I love sports. I could get paid like a million dollars a year just to talk and look into the value of this highlight. I think that would be fun. It would be fun. Just analyzing shit that I like. There's a lot of other things I like besides sports too, but this podcast is about sports, man. And I always mention stocks and shit. I think it's cool, man. And sports and things that I like and dislike because I'm going to mention some things I dislike as well. But I'm just happy to have Derrick Rose back in New York. I'm happy that he's happy. And I hope he keeps balling. I hope he stays healthy. And Thibodeau's a funny dude. Like, I'm just happy to see that we got someone that got personality out here. Like, I, no one really knew the, the personality side of Tom Thibodeau. And it's great to see that. It's great to see that. You know, I feel like we live in an era where you sort of got you sort of have to show that you don't got much of an option if you don't. All of a sudden you're gonna look like you know, you some bitter Grammy old man or some shit, but he's not that man. You know, it's just the culture shift in New York with the Knicks is amazing. You could just tell everyone is on the same page, everybody's on the same boat. I can't remember the last time that locker room, that organization had that feeling and I'll probably have to say nine years ago, 2012. <coughs> Damn, nine years ago, man. The boy was even, I wasn't even legal to drink yet, bro. That's how long ago the last time the Knicks organization had some sort of synchronization. And nine years ago was also the last time where the Knicks and Nets were actually relevant at the same time. And the city was rocking. And the city's rocking now too. It's just an incredible feeling. Just imagine it wasn't COVID at this moment. The city will be too turnt, man. There'll be too much money being made in these bars. There'll be too much money in the much money in the garden. Too much money in Barclays. It should be flooded. It should be flooded out right now. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, man. Uh, let's just hope everything. You know, gets back to normal sooner rather than later, and we just we just having fun again. We just having fun. But the Knicks, man, I remember the Mavs was, was playing pretty shitty in the beginning of the year. It was looking like we had a draft lottery pick secured from the Mavs end, but they've been on a fucking B streak. They won eight out of their last ten games. The Knicks won eight out of their last eleven games. So it sucks that the Mavs got their shit together, but. You know, they, like I said, they in the West, man. Their schedule ain't no, it's not going to be easy for them. And same thing with the Knicks, it's not going to be easy for us. We might as well be in the West the way our fucking schedule looking for the rest of the season. But 
But what could we do, man? Yeah, it's just... I, I, yo, back to all this fucking trading card shit, man. I seen cards. Patrick Mahomes, rookie card, signed or whatever, 170000 Speaking of Luca, someone bought a fucking Luca, a signed basketball card, $4 million. Shit fucking crazy. I'm over here, like, trying to get my life together, thinking, like, maybe I should do this. Maybe this scheme right here might work. And meanwhile, motherfuckers just making $4 million selling a rookie Luca Doncic card. Uh, selling... Pat Mahomes signed rookie card, $180,000. Tom Brady signed card, $1.2 The fuck, yo? That shit crazy. The fact that I, I, I need one of those, man. I need one of those Tom Brady rookie cards or Luka Doncic rookie card signed or whatever, man. Just get me up out of here, man. So I could just be just lit. Just be lit. Like, there's rookie cards, man. I ain't gonna front a lot of this shit that I'm, I'll be seeing going on. I'll be like, damn, why can't that be me sometimes? Like, like that Luca card, like the Tom Brady card. It was like some other card, a Zion Williamson, someone. No, Greek Freak. Somebody bought a Greek Freak rookie card for like $800,000. Like, the thing is, like, I like I have so many basketball cards just because I like them. A lot of things that I did out of passion and, you know, really didn't make no money off of it. But, you know, sometimes, like, if you could mix the two, it could be a brilliant strategy. It could be a brilliant strategy. And I guess if I look at it from basketball, basketball cards, all this shit from an investment perspective, I guess it could sort of take the fun out of it. It's like when I set up those FanDuel lineups or when I did the DraftKings stuff, couldn't really enjoy the game. I'm fucking watching the game, stressed out. I'm looking at Allen Williams. Y'all probably don't know who Allen Williams is. I'm looking at fucking, who else was it? I forgot, man, Willie Green. There's a lot of players, like random players that people don't know about. You're like, Yo, you better score this 14 points because you only had $2,000 left or $3,000 left and you're hoping that one random player you pick come through, but Coach gives that run random play that you picked the DMP. Like it takes the fun out of it, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, and I need to figure shit out. Like I guess if I'm really passionate about basketball and I really like basketball cards, I gotta look at it from a different lens. And I guess everybody could you could all use every now and then use a different lens to view things, and maybe. Or maybe I don't need to make millions off basketball cards. Maybe I could just chill and do my thing. I don't know. But the thing is, like, you got to enjoy all this shit. And I guess the positive thing about seeing all this money being made is there's an opportunity for all of us that we all just got to figure it out. And speaking of opportunities, man, I feel like Austin Rivers was really having a great season for us. He was doing his thing. Like, yeah, he... Was off here and there, a bit streaky, and but for the most part he was doing his thing. He showed up, he played hard, he played defense, and all of a sudden he's out the rotation. And I feel a little bad for Austin Rivers, man. He's been nothing but a class act, uh, even through his benching. Been committed to the organization. Just want to give him a salute, and hopefully, I guess if he remains on the Knicks, I'm cool with that. But you know, if he does get traded, I hope he gets traded into a situation where. He could be a contributor 
and he's on a contender and and he continues to thrive and I just want to give A-Rivers that shout out I like, I like what he brought to the Knicks and he's been part of the reason I think the positive shift in culture in New York has happened as well and I remember how he was one of the first ones speaking about making the Knicks great again and I appreciate it yeah, sound like some some Trump shit. Make America great again. Make the Knicks great again. But yo, I felt them on that. The NBA is better when the Knicks is good. And people can say what they want, but it's just facts. Like it's just it's fucking aura around the league right now, man. Like it's. I feel like everyone's on notice. So like I feel like now the Knicks, you know, we're gonna get everybody's best shot moving forward. And. I'm sort of looking forward to it. As much as I'm like, oh shit, man, we playing some fucking, we about to play some teams, man. We about to play some real teams, Bucks, Philly, Nets. OKC is no joke. Um, every victory is going to be earned moving forward. And speaking of basketball cards, now I got this Ruben Patterson card of him being on the Sonics. And if y'all don't know who Ruben Patterson is, I mean, he was the first proclaimed Kobe Stopper, and for me personally, it made it more exciting to watch those Blazers and Lakers games, just because I wanted to see if uh, Wilbur Patterson could actually lock Kobe up. But what I liked about uh, Kobe was like, Ooh, why would he say that? Because Wilbur Patterson and um, Kobe had a report because at one point Wilbur Patterson did play on the Lakers and Kobe was a bit upset about what he said. He was like, yo, man, if you need, Kobe basically said, if you need, if Rupert Patterson needed Kobe to put in a good word in for him, he would have done that, so he could have made some extra money, but since Rupert Patterson took the I'm the Kobe stopper route, he said he felt a type of way about it. And, you know, we're all entitled to feel how you want to feel about things, but I was a bit confused about it because I'm thinking, you know, Kobe's a competitor, uh, the ultimate competitor. So I'm thinking he might be probably inspired Ruben Patterson to think that way. Like, hey, man, ain't nobody gonna lock up Kobe. Kobe thinks nobody could lock him up. I'll probably lock him up. So I think it could have been that perspective. He could have took on that mentality, and and he probably would have thought Kobe would have embraced it, but maybe he didn't. You know, I don't know if, I don't think he's that serious, but, and I think, but I understand Kobe's frustration, but I also thought Kobe probably would have looked at it like, oh, he, he really think he could stop me. And, but he did or didn't. I just like the fact that, you know, Ruben Patterson put himself out there like I'm the Kobe stopper. Like we still talk about it till this day. Is what been over twenty years, twenty years ago he said that, and um, he was the only one to say it, and then go out and try to do it. So, and I respect Ruben Patterson, Kobe. I, I already know how I feel about Kobe, and um, RIP. It's, it's sad every single time you gotta say RIP Kobe. But um, quick announcement: I will be potting way more. Uh, I remember I told you guys once a week, that's not going to be the case. It's going to be three times a week, maybe four times a week. Um, like I said, I took this month to just to evaluate what's going on with the Knicks and what's going on with life, what's going on with my life, and see how I want to move move forward with life. And, and I figured I got I to gotta make this more of a day-to-day -day thing as much as I can and, and make the most of it. And like I said, I enjoy this. And you know, by taking time off, I wanted to see if I really missed this podcast thing, and the answer was yes. So I'm in it now, baby.
And uh, with that being said, it's episode 59. Your boy Jack F. Go Knicks. Go World. Skirt, skirt. <laughs>